What have you got on your hand? Uh, I got scratched by the dog, not deliberately. Okay. She was trying to get out the fucking sling. Okay. And you, that you've not uh, overdone it. So do you think I should turn off my... Uh, what do you mean I've not overdone it? Can you hear the it? foot massager in the background? Or do you think that's okay to leave it on? Rach, that's <laughs> fucking weird. What? what? You oh haven't seen... Yeah, yeah, I know. But I wonder if... She's got two. She's got one on her feet and one on her back. Yeah, but, but yeah. So I guess if you can't hear it, it's perfectly fine. I mean, I am pensionate already. Right. Shall we... So what happened at the vet? I just bought some crops. What happened? What happened at the vet? Oh, uh, what happened at the vet? No, there's nothing interesting that happened at the vet, actually. It was just boring and long and they talk about... What was she there? What was Poppycock there for? Injections? She was having her second set of ejections just so that we could go out on holiday. Okay. She's not allowed Great. near puddles. Okay. Great. Well, that'll be a lot of fun. At least, yeah, because you're still training the puppy. Okay. She's just... Basically, what we do is I take her out for... Me and Frank take her out for two and a half hours in the pissing rain, stand there. She sits under a tree and cries. And then we get back in the house and she pisses all over the floor. Every time. And then you take her to the vet for injections. So she, I was thinking she, she must be thinking life is awful. She's having a you know great I mean? time. Well, she's having it. She's loving it. Really. But I don't understand why she's a dog that doesn't like being outside. She just wants to piss in the house. Right. That's it. Especially in your house. I'm surprised she actually doesn't want to get outside and stay outside. <laughs> you can see the difference, Joe. My house has got love and warmth in it. Do you know what I mean? Kath's has just got... Dog piss. Yeah, exactly. Well, now the dog piss is, is in addition. Mine is immaculate. Look at it, Joe. It's immaculate. Really great, yeah, Rachel. Exactly. No, no yeah. character, no creative. No, it's got impetus. Um, okay, maybe we'll leave it there. Right. Right. So, welcome to I Wish I Was an Only Child with me, Rachel Mason. And me, Kathy Mason. The podcast where we speak to other siblings about the dynamic of their relationship to see where we're going wrong. This week, we spoke to writer director Sam Leifer and his brother Teddy, TV and film producer, who together head up their company, Rise Films. So, who's the funniest? This is uh, an interesting question. I mean, Sam would definitely say that, that I am. But um, I don't think that's right. Wait, wait. I think I'll say what I say. <laughs> so I think on paper, I mean, you would say it, I'm the comedy writer of the two of us with the awards for comedy writing. So it, <laughs> would, it would say that, you know, that would indicate that it's me. <laughs> However, when we were growing up, I think that mum was quite often quoted as saying that Teddy was the funniest member of the family. I think it's clearly I think it's clearly Sam, and I'm happy with that. No, no, no. Because right. I, why would why was Teddy the funniest then growing up? Or well, why I think it might that? have been straight after she told me that I was the cleverest. Oh, uh, <laughs> falling. And we I'm had not this, asking who's we, the most intelligent. We had this thing in in the like mum was not always didn't always do like textbook parenting so she would say okay sam you're the cleverest teddy you're the uh you're the funniest and then we'd obviously mum was the nicest and it became a bit of a game like that and then dad would say well well what am i and we'd go well you're the oldest clearly that's what he had to settle for he was looking for something like the wisest or the best cook but he only ever got the oldest didn't you but if you were to ask some other people who the funniest member of the family was, they might say they thought it was me until they heard my brother's best man speech. At which point... Tell us more. It became him in their heads. Right, can you tell us a bit more? Tell us more. It was just a brilliant best man speech 
very, very funny. And people, it was in Leeds. I got married 10 years ago. That was probably the high point of I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure it would have dated well, actually. I haven't. <laughs> Why? I, do, I don't know. Can you know. do it? I don't yeah, know. go on, Ted. I, I don't do know. Can you do it? No, I don't, I'm not going to do, do it. Do the speech. No, I'm not, not, that's not going to happen, is it? Um, <laughs> do a bit I just, of it. I just got a feeling that it's, the memory of it is better than, than what it was. Or, I just don't think it would have dated well. I've got a feeling, Pe- bad feeling about people it. In, people in Leeds, like my wedding was in Leeds. I married into a sort of big Leeds Jewish family. And there was probably 350 people there, of whom me and my wife only knew about 100. But in Leeds, that best man speech still goes down in folklore. They still talk about it in Leeds. Oh, yeah, but they don't brilliant. have a lot of fun. That's... They don't get out, you know, they don't get out <laughs> I was going to say, it's it is Leeds. They don't have much to talk this about. Big, the big Leeds Jewish community, it's a very, it's a tiny world. That's a very generous yeah. community, that Leeds crowd. They don't, they don't have a lot of fun. They're your people. Yeah, it's my, my biggest gig. They're a good audience. So, so what's the age difference between you, Teddy and Sam? It's two years and nine months. Okay. And what was the family dynamic growing up? Can you give us a feel of it? We were brought up in um, a lovely, uh, loving house in Hampstead, uh, NW3. Um, We, uh, yeah, we moved to that house when Teddy was born. Or uh, were you one, Ted? I think so, So yeah. Well, I don't remember the previous house. They've been there, they've been there 37, 38 years. Um, and, uh, yeah, very close-knit family, um, eating all meals together, breakfast round the table, um, which is, they, they live on this, this house that's very close to the Heath, and they've got a big window, and people will come past the window and stop and chat, and it was just, yeah, it was a sort of a warm, food-focused, jokes-focused family hub um, in Hampstead. Nice. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Although Teddy looks furious. No, no, I think that was a very good description. I'd like, sort of like to do it again. Yeah. Well, you'd like to do to describe it again or live it again? No, live it again. It sounds nice. Let's go yeah. do it again. So how do you remember it, Teddy? How do you remember it differently? No, that's a fair reflection. There was a bit more, I think there was a bit more shouting than Sam described. Yeah. It was quite, it was quite, it, but not in, a, not in a bad way. I mean... A, a really yeah. a good amount of shouting, basically. Yeah, there were there were blazing rows as well. I mean, yeah. like in that kitchen, I saw my mum pour an entire bottle of red wine over my dad's head, and him just have to stand there until it was all drained out. Like they have blazing rows. In fact, this morning, like my my kid said to me this, this morning, "Why do you and mummy argue so much?" And I said to them, "You have no idea." I said, out of a scale of one to ten, where do you think mummy and daddy are on, you know, on, on the argument states? And they said, you're around a seven or an eight. I was like, a seven or an eight? We're like a two or a three. Uh, my mum and dad were like a five or a six. So there was a lot of, there was, it was quite, that my mum referred to the house that we grew up in as the screamery. And she was always, always apologising to the next door neighbours about what they must have But who overheard. was the screamer? Her. Your mum yeah. or both of them? Her. Were you scared? Uh, my mum in full flow is quite a formidable uh, beast. But she doesn't really get there very often anymore. It, you, it's, I've not no, seen it in I years. Mean, but when you were growing so you weren't f- frightened as kids? It was kind of just passionate? What? We were passionate children. I oh, know, we weren't genuinely scared of mum. 
no. Okay. No, fine. no, 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 no. It was a good. It was yeah. the early eighties. <laughs> smacking, smacking on the bum was fine. That was the. It was the yeah, rigor. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. Even yeah. yes. I remember that feeling of trying to run with your bum as forward as you. You know what I mean? Just as <laughs> fast, fast, far forward as you could get it. Yeah. With Men that fear that. behind you. We did a lot of bum um, forward running. Anything was fine in the eighties. Punching, smearing, the whole was lot. It just the two of you. Yeah. No other siblings. Yeah. Just well. The two yeah. Of you. Okay. That you know. Oh, of. you just said that. Oh no, Why I did just you say I, well. <laughs> because well, no, I wound I wound up my brother at one point when you know this was the sort of thing. This was part of the dynamic growing up is that I would wind him up a little bit, and I told him once when he was probably seven years old and I was ten uh, that we had a, a sister that he didn't know about. Oh, mm. called Norbert. Name, what happened? Her name was Norbert, Norbert. and he completely <laughs> bought it. And he was like, "Why, why, why do I never get to see Norbert? Because she doesn't want to meet you. She comes in. Mum and Dad are embarrassed about her, so she lives elsewhere. And she comes in at night to see me, and she doesn't want to see you. And she sleeps, oh, stays the night under my bed. And then before you wake up in the morning, she goes. She's very t- always. She was always very tidy. <laughs> But when did you find out that she didn't exist? About three weeks ago. <laughs> You've just found yeah. out on the podcast. I don't know. But, I think I think I went along with it for a couple of years. Um, yeah. Genuinely. I, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Norbert. Norbert. You're embarrassed that you genuinely believed it. I don't. I think. I think it wasn't a couple of years. It was a. It was a, probably only until he asked mum and dad about it that morning. Although I probably told oh, him not to because they so were sad. About, it's not the worst. It's about Father Christmas and Norbert. It's not the worst for so, a brother to tell his little brother that they had a sister who existed but didn't want to know about them. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah so, well, when I told but, mum and dad about it, they couldn't believe it either. They were like, well, why don't you talk to us? Yeah. <laughs> but you got on as kids. Or oh, Sam, were you just horrible to Teddy all the time? No, not all the time. Probably in the very early years, when Teddy came along, I was probably a little bit jealous or felt that he... So I don't think you can't. First... You cannot possibly remember that. You'd have been three or four. You saying you can remember <laughs> no, how no, you I'm felt t- I'm not... about me as a baby. No, I'm not You're saying... You're making this up. <laughs> I'm not making it up. I'm saying that I, th- I think that, the, um, that we didn't get on as well in the first, I'd say eight or nine years there was a lot we were we fought a lot as children there was a lot of because of jealousy well I mean that's one explanation I think I think but there was a lot of in the back of mum and dad's car that we would be whacking each other and shouting at each other and they would have to pull over at the roadside and turn around unclip their seatbelt actually they weren't wearing seatbelts turn around to (laughs) us and say uh, and 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 then whack us and shout at us and say that yeah. that that you, we can't have any more of this. So there was a lot of there was a lot of fighting between me and Teddy, and then I think that when we were a little bit older, then we'd sort of dis- I discovered him as a person, as a you know potential ally. And I was very glad to have been discovered. Um, <laughs> but Sam, you I tell you what's amazing about this. I don't um, you know my memories start at about very late. And I just yeah. about 16, not maybe not that late, yeah. but I just don't remember much for some reason. And so I rely on Sam to tell me about uh, what happened in our, in in our childhood. And so I'm I have his, to go, with, I have to go with his version. I, I cannot, I can't really dispute it. 
I have to go with his version. But that's the same as us. I can't remember. Rachel, as the younger sibling, has no memory. Until I, was I think we've 13. abused them so badly, Sam. Yeah. I can't remember right, anything until I was about it. 13. I, I'm, I'm really the same. I've, but I've not, uh, I didn't realise that was a thing amongst younger siblings or any, or, 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 it must or people be. generally. I, I, I just thought it was my yeah, favourite. Yeah, I don't know if it is. And it, it, I hate it because I have no, I feel like I've got no backstory. Teddy, I feel like, you know, people say, when I was at school and I think, I don't remember any of that, I find it really frustrating. So you don't remember, Teddy, how you felt about Sam? Were you scared of him? It's not only that I don't remember how I felt, I don't remember anything of what he's describing. So... um, You don't remember us us whacking each other in the back of the car constantly? Not not really, no. Um, You don't remember any of of the violence between us in our childhood? There was violence, and you were you were quite often one of the the perpetrator of the most extreme violence, or the or the defendant, one of the defenders. What was one of your worst rows? I I viscerally remember. I think that Teddy was. I was more of a winder upper, and Teddy was very explosive in his rage and violence. And so I would wind him up to the point of that explosion. And I remember on one occasion. Um, we were in the kitchen and Teddy grabbed a carving knife and chased me up the stairs to my bedroom and I shut the door and I was absolutely convinced that if he got inside, he was going to kill me. Yeah. I'm not actually, sure this, this wow. story is even true. I mean, this is, this is unbelievable. <laughs> exactly. He's going to say anything. True, but the, the upside of this is that Teddy couldn't get into my room and he took the carving knife downstairs and he's actually a brilliant chef. So maybe that was how he discovered cookery uh... by... By realising that the knife could be thought, used well, for things yeah. other than stabbing your brother. I thought, well, if I'm not going to chop his head off, I may as well get some <laughs> parsley out of the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Is that yeah. what you did? Yeah, and that was it. And then I was off. Never stopped cooking since. And he's a, he's a gifted chef. Can you describe each other? Teddy, oh. you describe Sam. Sam is very, very funny. Very, very bald. Oi! Um, <laughs> by choice, you've got a yeah. short haircut. So just say, I don't say bald, say um, shaven-headed. Sam is very, very funny. He has a very short haircut. Um, he is uh, kind and he's... Uh, Sam loves family and is, you know, is very good at pulling the family together and uh, f- and and cares a lot about it and focuses a lot on family. I think in his own and our in a, and our wider family, um, and he's the sort of often the most fun person to be around, often the most infuriating person to be around. For me, why why because you because of because you enjoy winding people up so much, and I'm one of. I've them. mellowed. Um, well, that's Dad said that when you had kids, you were gonna, you were gonna mellow, you were gonna lose your edge. I think is what he said, right? Yeah. Well, you haven't lost your edge. <laughs> you haven't Good. even a bit. You've sh- I, I don't think you've mellowed. More I edge. I think you've sharpened. Your poor kids. I think sharpened. You've sharpened. Sharpened. Yeah, I'm still <clears throat> sharpening. Anyway, are you relatively pleased with my description? Well, I think that's good. Yeah. Yeah, it could have gone worse. Nice. No, he's he's not asking you, Kath. He's asking oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was asking Sam. Me. I was asking so Sam. sorry. Um, but no, I'm, I'm yeah, curious about your feedback have... as well. It's your show. Okay, I'll give you your feedback afterwards. Um, Go for it, Sam. I, no, I think it could have could have gone much worse. 
you know, it got off to a bumpy so, start with him talking about the baldness, which, as you notice, I mean, the, the listeners won't be able to tell, but there's one of the brothers got the wit and the intelligence and that sort of thing, and what the other brother got the hair. No, it's very kind of you to say, but <laughs> the I, I did make him. That was a slip up because I, as you know, Sam, I have always been a big supporter of the bald community, and I didn't mean to say bald. <laughs> I should have said short hair, and I regret that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's fine. It's fine. I've come to terms with it. OK, so there's, there's no issue there. Sam, can you describe Teddy, please? A very violent chef. <laughs> <laughs> no, a very violent, Perfect. talented chef. Violent, oh, the focus God. on violence in our family. No, no, no. OK, no, I'll go. We're going to sound like no. absolute psychopaths. I know, like, I know, I know. Violence is such a small element. We sound yeah. like the Sopranos. And Sam has made out like violence was the th- was and is the theme of our lives. I mean, it's it was the Sopranos of NW3. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, Teddy, well, we... Teddy, I would describe, you know, Teddy and I share a lot of things. We share, I'd say we share a sense of humour, which is why we're able to work together in comedy. And Teddy um, is um, a- amazingly... Uh, is also very kind he's also very funny um and also very loving of his family but he's also uh i'd say got a wisdom that i don't have and he's 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 more sensible than me um and more i think you know most of the time he's more stable than me um but he's you know, we do have a an older brother, younger brother dynamic, I would say, mm. um, yeah. especially with an older brother who is a bit of a showman and a bit of, of a, you know, a wind up. He, Teddy, certainly in the first 20 years, found a role for himself that, um, the, the, you know, with, with our, our family is like a jigsaw puzzle and everyone has to, find the between the four of us found a role for themselves um and yeah teddy for a certain time i think was the young the younger brother role and then i went i left home and within teddy's social circle within amongst his friends i'd say he's that's not his role his role is much more sort of dominant and also you know he's mm. got his own family now and within his in new york he's much more of a sort of dominant older brother or dominant figure would you say that's right ted though? that's really interesting yeah i don't know who i'm dominating in new york <laughs> <laughs> but you fundamentally came out of yourself a bit more once sam had gone that's the point isn't it that's interesting Maybe a little oh, bit. And, and yeah, there work, was more space. At work. You know, you know, oh, yeah. Teddy, Teddy runs the company that we share. I'm, I run the comedy department, but it's fundamentally Teddy's company. And he's got a staff there who look up to him as the dominant father figure, whatever it might be. It's his, it's his show. Um, and so he's, not, he's definitely not any sort of supporting role there. He's the dominant role. Yeah. But hang on, Teddy, how did you react when Sam left home? Did you shit yourself? Were you relieved? Can you stop? You meant to swear less. Sorry, I'm not going to swear <laughs> as much. Can you re- say it again? Sorry. I can edit that out. No, say it again. Go. Uh, um, Teddy, how did you feel when Sam left home? Yeah, I shat myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so, it's um, funny. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I guess I must have memories at that point. I was about si I was but, 16. I think yeah, probably there was, a, there was a moment where I was able to spread my wings a little bit, but I missed him as well. Um, and I think probably we, we probably started getting closer around about then because yeah. I was able to, there was a bit more of an equal footing and I was, and I missed him. And then, and then actually a few, only a few years after that, we started doing bits of work together. Um, but it probably was actually, around that those two things probably did collided a bit. Sam leaving when, home and, um, Sam, sorry, did you want to talk again? Yeah, I want to talk. I hadn't talked in a while. <laughs> <More> talking. Um, <laughs> so... Only, only recently, my parents, my mum has had a clear out of our old bedrooms and has said, look, you've been gone 20-something years now. It's time you took all of your crap. I'm very annoyed so about She's it. been, like, delivering boxes of stuff uh, to us. And I had, like, loads of my old scrapbooks and, and things that I'd collected over the years. And I found a letter from Teddy, from a 15-year-old Teddy, to me about how much he was going to miss me when I left home. And I took a picture oh. of it and I uh, WhatsApped it to him. And it was really nice. It made me feel so, it made me feel so happy about re, cause you, you, you know, we never, we don't really discuss this stuff, but the, the fact that he was going to miss me and that he referred to various in jokes we had and all of the things he was going to miss about me oh. was just really special to read that. This was only about a week ago, two weeks ago. That's lovely. Oh, yeah, it was so very do nice. you not kind of talk about shit? That, do you a, again? There it is again. <laughs> sorry, do you not? I, sorry, do you rephrase this? So, are you kind of more of a joshing relationship rather than an intense discussing emotions relationship? Discussing. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's partly because we're boys, I think, and I think that boys yeah. are much less likely, especially British. We're we're quite British, mm. actually, especially Teddy. Um, in that sort of reserve. Um, and so we're less likely to... And also, Teddy's... We're both quite busy, so the, t the chances of us mm. talk, having deeper meaningfuls is few and far between. We do it occasionally, like if there's a crisis that, that, pr that like propels it yeah. to happen. Yeah, but so we, do it, yeah that's, we do it occasionally. Yeah. If something's gone so really wrong, if we've had a if we've had a big bust up, it might require us to talk a bit more deeply, because we're not. It's not all plain sailing. And do you have big bust ups occasionally? Yeah, quite quite infrequently. I'd say about once a year, we have a a, a big big. And is it generally work related? It can be it can be precipitated by work, but it can be anything can really trigger it. But it it will it, it will be a, you know we'd have we have to have a, a state of the nation talk after it uh, where we so have will you to... stop talking to how does it work will you stop talking to each other who who approaches the other how do you do it there's there's usually a flashpoint and it can be it can come down to something as pathetic sounding as a piece of casting on a TV show a comment that I've mm. given him in an edit about or a comment he's given me in an edit and how I've responded to it it can it can set a the touch paper that will that will lead to a bonfire very very quickly and then we'll shout at each other resent each other and then probably talk the next day we don't we don't we don't let things linger very often do we Ted? No. No, and where where we get to is Sam will tell us both how to feel about it um, in the end. And, and <laughs> I then knew it, you were going to say and that. And then it's resolved. So, 
as yeah. you know he can t- sanitize I, I relate to that so sanitize much. a nice ribbon yep. on it and then we do a podcast <laughs> and uh <laughs> like this and that's sticking that's plaster it. All, all good Teddy and I actually we went we we've been to therapy twice right once was nice once was as a family and this is partly about you know Teddy's role within the family was we went I was I was a rebellious teenager and I when I say rebellious I say rebellious in sort of middle class Hampstead terms of on the spectrum of rebelliousness it was not very rebellious but I was um, angry about my curfew, about what time I was told to come in. I was angry about the amount of pocket money I was being given. I was angry about how much I was being... That I wasn't allowed my girlfriend to stay the night, even though we were 15, 16. I was really angry about that stuff. So my parents' response was like, right, we're going to therapy, we're going to family therapy. So we went to this brilliant therapist in Highgate, and Teddy was dragged along... And his his attitude in the therapy was very much, why exactly am I here? What's this got to do with me? Because he'd not done anything wrong. He wasn't angry about anything. He didn't have any uh, grievances to air, but he was just sort of dragged along. And there was a lot of that stuff going on at the time when I was in that sort of phase between 14 and 19, where I was just sort of chucking shit about and Teddy got caught up. Um... Teddy, the... ha- Teddy, ha- do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, I remember that <laughs> Highgate um, uh, room quite clearly, and I, I, I think there were quite a few sessions. And I do, I definitely remember that feeling of sort of looking around the room. I think I was sort of trying to make eyes at the therapist to ask him why I was there, but um, I guess, I guess, I guess it was sort of nice to be there with with the. I guess, I guess, I'm I'm glad to have taken part in that group. They, they probably yeah. made me say stuff. Yeah, there was a flashpoint, I think, I remember, that led to... There, there was a, Part of the rebellion was that, that I'd, I was seeing this girl who I, went, I wanted to go to her, her... She was having a party, and I didn't want my parents to get involved with... I think this was when we were 15. I didn't want my parents to get involved in where's the party, are her parents going to be there, all of this stuff, because I, I had, you know, some street cred. So I lied to them and told them that I was staying out at my mate's house. Um, and my mum called my mate's mum to say, thank you for having him to stay. And she said, no, he's not here. I'll tell you exactly where they've gone. And me and my friends had picked up some booze and were walking to the party, we're walking down the street with the... With the uh, plastic bags full of booze and all of these girls had come out of the party to greet us it was the boys it was like you know west side story or something and the girls were seven brides for seven brothers the girls were coming out to greet us and just as i'm about to see this girl whose uh, party is and deliver all of the alcohol we bought suddenly my parents pulled up in their big car which was um it had the 18 van sliding door and my mum <laughs> slid open the door just as i was about to say hi and said Get in the car now! <laughs> and I just looked, and Teddy was in the car in his pajamas. He'd been dragged out oh, again. Oh, Teddy! Exactly the ride along. You know, oh. I had no role <laughs> once again. And I hand, I just handed the booze <laughs> to my friend. I didn't get to say hi to the girl. I just got in the car, and she slammed the car door and said, "Right, we're going to therapy now." Teddy, did you not rebel? Didn't have to. No, uh, well, the, here's the thing. By the time it came to my um, teenage years, mum and dad were so knackered by Sam that they actually didn't really 
They'd have no fight left in them. I think what happened is they didn't really ask me questions. I sort of behaved because I had nothing to rebel against, in a way. They weren't... I wasn't being pushed in a particular direction by them because I wasn't being... There wasn't a lack of trust, so... Or at least I didn't feel that. So, as a result, I think I, I behaved a bit better. And I would come in and... Uh, I th you know, I think I would stay out late but come back in and not have done terrible things during the night and they wouldn't ask me why I came in so late or it just wasn't a problem. I cleared the path for him. Yeah. I did a fantastic job But was job Sam a kind of heroic figure to you? <laughs> I guess so. No, I guess, it, I guess at certain periods... Of, yeah, I, I guess when I was in my early teens there was some uh, element of Sam being a hero, yeah. Because your older brother is, I think that's quite, a, I think that's quite a, um, a traditional dynamic in a way. So I think that that was present. Yeah. Doesn't work with girls. No. no. But, but but by the way, he he he. It wasn't just that he was this shadowy figure in pajamas in the back of the car. He also ploughed his own furrows in 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 a lot of things that were very much his thing. And I know I've joked about the chefing, but he started working in uh, kitchens and restaurants from the age of, what is it, 13? Yeah. 13, because he decided he, he really liked uh, cooking and they could, you know, mum and dad, I think, could tell that there was a talent there. And I think a friend of my parents for his bar mitzvah got him, and I don't know if this sounds like a, present but they got him an apprenticeship in or like two sessions working in a kitchen of a quite a fancy local restaurant and he went in there and in his two sessions he impressed the head chef so that they invited him back and paid him and then he worked in about three or four kitchens throughout his teenage years because he was such a talented chef and considered so he had that and he was also a talented table tennis player which is about the geekiest sport wow. you could come up with yeah. and the thing about yeah. that is that I was a really good table tennis player and I was playing at like county level and stuff. But here's the thing, I, I sort of recognised it wasn't it wasn't helpful with kissing girls, which is something I decided I wanted to do uh, about age 14. Yeah. And so I gave it up, but there was really no change to the status of the kissing <laughs> of the girls after that. So I, sh it sh I just gave up table tennis. It's just a sad thing. I just, just gave it up, didn't kiss any more girls. How did you end up, so all of this, how did you end up working together? Um, well, look, the, the reason that we started working together, I don't know if te we've uh, spoken about this, but like, I, was, I was doing a lot of uh, student drama when I was at university. I was acting in and directing plays. But actually before that, Teddy had made a short film with his friends. Uh, he had a, some tal talented group of friends and one of them had written a, a short film script and another one was going to direct it and Teddy put his hand up to say that he wanted to produce it. They produced this short film and I went down to visit set one day and I saw Teddy producing and I saw this other guy directing and this other guy writing and I felt this sort of pang of jealousy. I was like... No, why, why is my brother producing for these guys? I'm a creative type as well. I want to, and I had, this, there was this moment there. Um, and I, yeah, I was doing the student theatre and then I started writing short films and Teddy was the most obvious producer because, you know, we shared a bathroom and a hallway. So I was literally it was in very easy to, <laughs> he was in it, yeah, in-house producer. So it started like that. 
Yeah. We're short. Because that, that's what everybody keeps asking us about. How are people so shocked? Because well, you when dragged you say, me everywhere with you. Well, but actually, up. Sam, you, you were jealous of Teddy. You were inspired by him and you thought. Well, I think you might oh, have had the idea him. that you might want to direct film and television one day, but you weren't necessarily yeah. doing it yet. I wasn't jealous of Teddy. I was jealous of the people who were getting to work with Teddy. Yeah. Sorry, but you—you you, it propelled you. It did. It, it definitely had. Thought. It definitely had an impact. Um, yeah. And then, you know, after university, when I started writing and directing uh, for hire, um, and it eventually came to the point where. I had, you know, it was time that I came up with my own show and it was then that Teddy and I had to have a discussion about whether I take that to one of the other production companies that I'd already started working for, whether that was Baby Cow or whoever it might be, or that we do it through Rise Films, which was Teddy's documentary production company, uh, which was at that point completely untested for comedy, but was a production entity. And, you know, that was a tough conversation because... There was no track record there, so it was would have been much easier to go to Henry Normal yeah. and do it through Baby Cowsay. Right. But uh, we decided to sort of go for it together, and obviously the rewards were greater if we could make it work, and we did. You know that was eight or nine years ago. But but That's before, great. and you've never regretted it. Mm, no, I've had regret. I've never regretted that decision. I've had regrets about sometimes about working together and about whether us working together negatively affects our um, relationship as brothers totally. uh, or compromises yeah. it. Because I, I, I mean, I've always, when Teddy and I have these heart to hearts, that's always the thing that I'm very keen to make clear that our relationship as brothers comes first. And that if I ever felt yeah. that our relationship as brothers was being compromised, that I would want to stop working together. Teddy, do you agree? Yeah, this is definitely one of his. It's definitely one of his uh, theories. One, uh, and I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I see it quite. I'm not sure. I see it in quite the same clear way that Sam does because I think that well, obviously all siblings have complicated relationships, and I'm I'm not sure to the extent. I, I'm not sure how much our relationship is further complicated by work, actually. I think that it also gives us an opportunity to spend more time together and mm. and uh, and be playful together and, and, and learn stuff together. So, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not always sure that it creates this, this vulnerability that's in the way that Sam describes it. But if you felt that the, relation, that the, 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 the relationship was compromised, would you walk away from the business? If I felt it was compromised, caused by the business, yeah, of course. Yeah, well, I, I, would, I, I would never, I would never preference the business over, mm. over sibling relationship. I mean, I, my fear is that uh, that Teddy gets to the end of the week working with me, and I, he's sick of me, and therefore wouldn't want to see me on the weekend. That that's oh. that's what I worry about sometimes, and I want to see him on the weekend and especially since we've had kids in fact I think having kids has changed things again for us in that it's given us a further reason to see each other to get the cousins together and that's been great I mean look my mum's fear is that she of us working together is that she has to come down to set and separate us that's her line always that she has to you know tear oh, us right. apart from each other whereas we would ever, only ever see her in more of a catering role uh, you know <laughs> 
but, but um, I think you're. Also... I, I I I think we're we we are we're we're much worse behaved in the family dynamic in the family unit when probably when mum and dad are around and we slip into those roles than we are on set. I think mum's much more likely to have to separate us in the future in their kitchen than on set. Yeah, maybe. And you're much. I mean, you're much better behaved um, at work than you are at home. Basically, I think. Maybe. Sam, you really want Teddy's approval more than Teddy wants your approval. Yeah, That's weird right, that, isn't, isn't it? it? Mm. Yeah. I mean, extraordinary. Teddy, do you approve of me? I do approve <laughs> of you, yeah. I, I approve this. But I don't know if you approve... Do you approve of anyone, Teddy? Be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big, uh, I approve of everyone on this. I approve of you two very much. Excellent That's work. But lucky. there's also... There's also family history, as in, you know, a lot of Jewish families. Um, the two, two generations above us they quite often have been in business together. So our grandma on my dad's side was in business, uh, clothing business, with her three sisters and one brother. So it was Julia, Ethel, Celia, our grandma Rose, and Bernard, only ever known in our family as Bastard Brother Bernard, BBB. BBB. Because they worked together and then and he was in charge of the finances and he went and spent all of the money gambling on the GGs and then they didn't ever speak to him again. And I think that when my parents have ever warned us off working together, that has been sort of semi, semi-present that there's a BBB situation. Yeah. There is this history of siblings working together and then having some huge bust up and never speaking to each other again. By the way, our great grandfather's called Sol- was called Solomon Solomon. How Jewish does that <laughs> so get? So good they named him twice. Hello. Hi, Hi Judges. <laughs> okay, I see how it is. <laughs> Here to Judge is the new weekly podcast from Little Wonder, where we dismantle predicaments posted online. Featuring fruity dilemmas from Am I the Arsehole on Reddit to Am I Being Unreasonable quandaries on Mumsnet. Join me, Priya Hall. Me, Robin Morgan. And me, Leila Navarbi. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Apple, or Spotify. wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Go on, give me the... I was just being like your hype <laughs> man. <laughs> new episodes every Friday (laughs) there must be something we can use (laughs) Teddy what was the last present you bought for Sam oh it was good actually I bought him he was he recently moved house and I bought him uh, for Christmas Hanukkah Christmas um, 20 packs of good smoked salmon to put in his freezer, in his new freezer. <laughs> that's awful. It's not awful, it's brilliant. What do you mean it's awful? <laughs> awful. Well, I think that's brilliant. It's an amazing that. present. I just, well, I'm, well, I'm really happy with it. I thought it was 24. It's, oh, 24, that's right. Cause it, was meant to be a, it was meant to be a year's supply, you know, you know, not that there's 24 months in the year, but you, you get it. Two. I was going to say. I've yeah. eaten most just of couple it. A couple at a time. It's great smoked salmon, isn't it? Brilliant. Yeah, I it's think the it's Jew- a great It's present. the Jewish stuff. Right, okay. Rather than the Scottish stuff. That's awful. Why do you think it's awful? I think that's great. I just think that's the worst present you could ever give anyone. No, I'd be absolutely... I'd be so so happy if someone bought me. If someone bought me. I'd be Yeah, I'd be very happy. I apologise on behalf of my sister, Yeah, that's a crazy reaction. Um, Absolutely. Doesn't make any sense. Rachel's just bought me a neck massager with no plug. Yeah, I have, actually. That's... Yeah. No. Well, look, if you're in a bubble together, do it yourself, Rachel. No, we never touch each other. Oh, I wouldn't touch Rachel. I wouldn't let Rachel touch me. Oh, you're no, not touchy. 
No, no, no. Or say I love oh. you. No, never. Do you two hug? Oh yeah, yeah, we're quite tactile. I mean, not in oh, not that's in um, gorgeous. Yeah, it is gorgeous. Everything we do, that's we I in fact that. we touch each other inappropriately. No. Oh, I love that. No, we, and no, no matter how much we talk about this in podcasts. No, no hold on. Never. They're talking about touching each other inappropriately. Not each other. Shut up. Yeah. It's not, not each other, other actually. Oh. It's one way. Oh, it's one it's way inappropriate touching. Which one touches which? Which one do you think, Kath? Sam, during uh, during this whole horrible year and a year of lockdown and social distancing, the lack of physical contact with my brother, my mum, my dad has been one of the hardest mm. things. Because yeah, we are we are quite a touchy feely family. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, that and I miss I miss hugging him. I miss yeah. you know nestling my nose in the. Nape of his neck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my neck, mm-hmm. my neck misses your nose. Do you not like smoked salmon? Is that why you? Uh... No. Do you know what? No, I don't actually. No, oh, I don't well, dislike it. I just would be so bored by a food present. Oh. I had a horrific eating disorder, and I think it's affected right. my view of food. Oh, I, yeah. I guess so. It would, I yeah. just. So what's yeah, a good what's a good present like... for Kath? Nothing. She should never have. I don't like anything. stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm basically got... a hippie. I just don't like stuff. Your part, Frank got you music. Yeah, music. but Frank got you Apple Music or whatever for Christmas, and she was furious. She was absolutely livid. She was oh. like, "I don't know how to work that. I don't want don't that. Like music. I don't want another thing on my phone." <laughs> no, I love music. I don't want stuff. I don't want to yeah. have to press any buttons or you deal with anything. You can't buy anyone yeah. music these days because there's no physical CDs or tapes or whatever. Yeah. Do you share the same music tastes? Uh, I guess we're not really musicy people. Oh, but we—I mean, we share the same comedic tastes, I would say. Um, okay. And yeah, I'm quite immature when it comes to music. Are you going <laughs> to ask me? You, what, oh, are you going to ask me what the question? Yes. Yeah, I won the present question. Yes. Is there you, are, are you hosting this pod? Are you now hosting this podcast? Why don't you let her decide when she wants to ask you a question? All right. This is what happens. I just tend to try and... I'm a control freak, aren't I? Yeah. Go on, go and ask the question, Rach. Sam, what was the last present you bought for Teddy? Poo drops. Very good. What are they? So there's this company called Aesops that make... um, uh, It's like a teeper pet thing, like a squeezy thing. It's a little bottle. And you take a few drops. And after you've had what they would probably call on the package a bowel movement... Um, you flush it and then you take uh, some th- these drops and you put it in the water and it clears the smell completely, like better than any of these, ter- you know, the terrible oh, air fresheners. They're magical. It's They're amazing. Great. It gets, it actually I... turns it into a nice smell and they've, they've yeah. solved it. It's like solving, you it's like be finding the, to- the cure You want to hang cancer. out in the toilet after that. You want to stay for a while. What people do, but what people do with that is they light a match and the sulphur neutralises the smell, apparently. Yeah. But you do smell yeah. like you've set fire to the yeah, toilet. Completely. Yeah, That works as well, but it's quite a flavour to have in the air, that sort of smell of the match, whereas this is more <laughs> this is a more pleasant thing. It's really good. Yeah, it's great. Who's the most competitive? Me. I think we're both pretty competitive. I'm more competitive. Sam, you said you. Okay. <laughs> I think as an older brother, I think that thing of having a, a younger brother come along and trying to sort of steal your limelight a little bit must have had some sort of effect that Teddy... You, you can't remember it. Yeah, and I don't... I wouldn't view it as a theft either. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Who's the happiest? Oof. How do we know? I think Teddy is. You know that we... One of the great elements of our partnership is that we take it in turns to be the optimistic one. So whenever I'm feeling down about something, lo and behold, Teddy's got a positive spin on it and can sort of pep me up and give me a, give me a talking to and tell me why things are actually okay. And when he's feeling down about something, I can usually get positive. Um, so we have, yeah, same. so we, we're both, I think naturally I'm, I'm definitely an optimist, but I do have my moments where I'm feeling down and then lo and behold, Teddy's the optimist. Yeah, I think I have to try harder at the optimism. I think I have to work at it a bit more. Because I know also that's something Sam needs, so uh, that's probably why I'm doing it. It's not, I don't think mm. it comes that naturally. What is the trait you would most like from the other? Uh, the cooking. He's a he's a gifted really? chef. Yeah, he's a. You oh, guys you love food. Yeah, we is do. Is it both of you? We, that we do. He's like he's not a recipe. No, she likes. No, Rachel like can't food, be. Yeah. You can't be Absolutely. bothered though. No, I, yeah. If she it's can't cook. No, definitely, I can't cook. Mm. I did a cookery course. It didn't change my life at all. But oh. I love Teddy's eating. Teddy's not. Um, so yeah. He's not a recipe chef. He's not a guy who follows a recipe. He's a guy who will invent a recipe. He will think of flavour combinations. And going to his house is like going to a, a proper great restaurant. So, and that's, a, that's definitely a talent that he's got that I don't have. I would say um, Sam's ability to sort of think on his feet and react quickly and smartly to, uh, to, to situations is what I would... I would take from his uh, kit. Is there anything you want to say to each other that you've never said before? Teddy first, please. God. I mean, haven't we done enough for therapy s- on this podcast? No, this keep is going. just out of control. Really yeah. So is it, do you feel like you're back in the room with the therapist? Yeah, but I feel like this time I'm meant to be there. <laughs> that's that's much worse. I much pref- I prefer to be an observer of the therapy. Don't want to have the therapy. Absolutely. I didn't say. That, I mean that that first therapy story was actually only a, supposed to be a stepping stone to say that we actually then went to therapy to couples therapy uh, a, a few years ago when we were grown ups working together and we'd hit one of these flashpoints where we thought it would be a health... In fact, it wasn't... I think it, we just thought it would be a healthy thing to do. So we went to mm. a couple's therapist. So Teddy's been that's here before. Brilliant. Yeah, I, yeah. Right. We yeah, we do, do it again. Yeah, I think that's... I mean, I've recommended yeah. it to other people who work together uh, since... That's a great that idea. That is a great idea if we hit... Yeah, if we hit... And we'll bump. do it for the podcast, obviously. Yeah. What, on, on, um, oh, on, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Teddy. I'm struggling to think yeah, of something that I've never said to Sam before. I think I've said all the things over the years. Yeah. Um, that's a what? bit of a cop-out. Sam, why don't you go yeah. first? Sam, you say yours and then let Teddy think. Um, Teddy, if I was to be in some sort of tragic accident and my family weren't... Uh, my, my wife wasn't around to take me in and it was my request that you look after me in your house and feed me and take care of my, of do my personal care, would you do that for me? Um, I've got a few questions about the job. Um, no, it's just a yes, no. Does, it's a yes or um, no. It was the, the invitation wasn't to 
say it was it wasn't to ask a question it was to say a thing to me that you'd never said before so you've 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 gone on your own path with this but now that you have exactly. turned it into a question i do i do have a few things to some queries so where's abigail in this scenario why is she not available to okay go on say take you in dead dead she's dead as, she's dead dead she's dead so will i wipe your bed she's dead does though am i allowed to yeah and feed me with a different hand Am I, am I allowed to provide, you know, provide that it gets done? Or is no. it very important to you that I no, personally wipe your No, that's the point. Bum? That's the point. You're not outsourcing it. You're ne not getting a carer and you're not putting me into some sort of home. You're doing it yourself. That's what I want to know. And why, with love. Why can't, why can't, of course with love, but why, that goes without saying, why, why can't the carer come and live with us all and we can all be... No, because that's not what I want to do. Sam, he doesn't want to do it. I don't want to know your that you're going to outsource it. Outs outsource. <laughs> I don't want you, <laughs> my, arse, my arse wiping to be outsourced. I want it. I want you to do it. <laughs> okay, it's not a no. It's not a no. But I do think we should talk about it more. And I want to because right. I want to get this off right. Air. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about oh, it. Yeah. Let's talk him about feel it. Terrible. Let's, let's, There's your next let's therapy talk session. Let's talk about it off air. Um, so Teddy, did you think of anything in that time? That's why he was stretching that out. No, I shouldn't I can't think, think about of anything. It. All I was thinking about was wiping my brother's bum. <laughs> yeah, I just knew you were going to say that. You know that. what this is like? Is when we went, we, we won Summer Award, was it? The, oh, don't tell this the, story. Don't tell this story. <laughs> the RTS Award. It's we such, won it for players. You don't need to do this. And uh, I made a speech, uh, uh, oh. uh, an acceptance speech on the podium. It was in front of, you know, all of, the whole industry. And then I said, oh, and Ted, so have you got anything to add? And he le leans into the microphone and just goes, not really, no. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was going to be funny. It didn't quite work. I think actually, it was. no, I you didn't it, think it was going to be funny. Yes, I did. Not really. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought it was funny. Oh. And so, what? What have you got to say to me, Ted? Come on, Ted. We want got something really to add? And, Not really. No. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. No. Say it to me. Are you two going to have a huge row after this? No, no. no. I think let's. T I, don't I think, think so. we're bullying Teddy. I think she should be oh, yeah, left alone. Oh no. I I don't feel like I'm getting bullied by the Masons. No, you. But Sam, Sam's going to tell you what but, to say. But in a Sam's minute, twisted. So I think we need to stop. Sam's twisted the RTS um, awards, leaning into the microphone into something that it wasn't. This is outrageous. Just tell me. I thought just it was tell funny. me you love me. I think it was. Tell beautiful me you love me. Sam, well, I was going to. I was actually going to say that. <laughs> I was going. Right? That's exactly. But I'm not now. Now well, I'm not saying it. That's exactly it. what you I was going to say. You slightly ruined the moment. Do it. I love you, Sam. Oh, go on, Sam. Say it back. I love no, you. No, he's done his thing. I would no. I would love you. It was you. about bum wiping. I would love you to wipe <laughs> my bum. Unbelievable. Perfect. This has been a Little Wonder production. Logo artwork from Kathy Mason. Voice from Melanie Walters. Music from Rodri Viney. With special thanks to Beth Forrest, Steve Pickup, Sam Roberts, Henry Whittacombe, and Joe Williams. Other podcasts from Little Wonder include Here to Judge and Welcome to Spooktown. Subscribe now on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.